Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by the Joe Pag Show. Lots going on today. We've got a guy stepping down from leadership who's been in leadership for a long time. Way longer than I think he should have been, to be honest with you. In the uh, U.S. Senate, we'll talk about that, certainly. We've also got uh, Joe Kent on. He is running for U.S. representative out of the great state of Washington. He ran last time. He lost by like a percentage point. He's running again. And uh, I'm hoping that he that he gets in because I think he's the right guy. And uh, we also have Case Smythe in the program, so there's a lot going on. It's the Joe Pag Show for your Wednesday. Carrie, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Got Polo making it happen. Sam in the house as well. So I got up today. The big news of the day was the fact that Mitch McConnell is stepping down from leadership in the Senate. It's always very weird how they do this lately because it's not like he just says I'm resigning, I'm stepping down, goodbye, have a nice day, I'm going home. No, no, no. He's going to step down from leadership, but not until November. And he's running for re-election, is he not? So I'm not really sure. Does this mean that he's just going to be sort of like Nancy Pelosi, be in there but not be the leader anymore? Carrie, what do you have on this? From Fox News, Senator Mitch McConnell from Kentucky, the longest-serving party leader in Senate history, announced Wednesday he will step away from leadership in November. McConnell, who turned 82 last week, announced his decision in the well of the Senate shortly after noon, a place where he looked in awe from its back benches in 1985 when he arrived and where he grew increasingly comfortable in the front-row seat afforded the party leaders. One of life's most underappreciated talents is to know when it's time to move on to life's next chapter he said in his floor speech so i stand before you today to say this will be my last term as republican leader of the senate a dramatic decision which will set up a leadership election in the gop conference with several likely candidates comes as republicans have expressed increasing discontent with mcconnell's handling of the bipartisan border bill and national security supplemental package that included aid for ukraine israel and taiwan mcconnell has also butted heads with former president donald trump the 2024 Republican presidential frontrunner who recently said at a Fox News town hall, I don't know that I can work with McConnell. Another Kentucky Republican will not be the GOP leader after this year. He intends to finish his current Senate term, which ends in January 2027. A source is familiar with his thinking told Fox News the senator's health was not a factor in his decision. McConnell had a concussion after fall last year and two public episodes when he appeared to freeze while addressing reporters. I'm sorry. The uh, Thank you for that, but the the reporter said a source with knowledge of his thinking. What was that? What was that uh, last line? Like two sentences before you source, ended. Sources familiar with his thinking told Fox I'm sorry, News. What? Yeah. <laughs> Is that a source? Yeah. Who's familiar with his thinking other I, than him? I don't know. 
You know, let me tell you what uh, McConnell's thinking. Well, how do you know that? I, I, I have not heard that one before. Now, I've used a lot of sources in my life, so if you have never used somebody's thoughts, that was weird unless I said, McConnell says his thinking is. No, this is a source close to his thinking or knows of his thinking. Sources familiar with his thinking. Familiar. Familiar with what is that, Gary? What does that mean? I don't know. That's a first for me. So, okay, sure. let's break down uh, Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell is the reason why the Senate is not a Republican hands right now. Mitch, Mitch McConnell has control over a lot of the money. He's got a huge war chest for uh, those seeking elected office. Did not put enough money into the Blake Masters race in in Arizona recently. The guy just has. I believe, done a horrible job as the so-called leader of the Republican Party in the United States Senate. I don't know why Republicans keep on re-electing him to leadership. He's certainly not a leader. Um, forget the fact that he looks like a turtle. He can't help how he looks. He does look like a turtle, but you can't help that. Um, but just slow-talking, wrong decision-making, war-hawking. Um, it's long time for this guy to be out of leadership. But it begs a question. Let's say it's not specifically Mitch McConnell. Because age is all the rage these days. Age is all people talk about these days. Because they don't want to just say Joe Biden cognitively is a mess and appears to be somebody who is probably um, in line to be a patient for dementia. We want to say it's about age. It's really not. You could be 732 years old. And if you're still cognitively there, I'm cool with you being in leadership. But at some point, don't we have to, to say to ourselves, hey, selves, the presidency has a term limitation of two terms, eight years. Why isn't there a term limitation for senators and for members of the U.S. House of Representatives? Now, I have been open about the fact that I have flip-flopped on this. And, and I'll tell you exactly what my thinking is. You know, Carrie, somebody, a, a, a source familiar with my thinking would say. Mm-hmm. I mean, that be, I wonder. I used to be against term limits. Because, and I always use Ted Cruz as the example. Ted Cruz is a very good United States senator. I'm glad he's my senator in Texas. There, in my mind, is a term limit every six years for a senator. In my mind, there's a term limit every two years for a representative. The presidency having a term limit made sense to me because we don't have a monarchy. We don't have somebody who's a king for life until he dies and then some relative gets the the crown or the, the throne. But I guess you can say the same thing for those in, in Congress because they really do act as though they're some, somehow leaders of us. They're not. They actually work for us. But they also can hold what seems to be a monarchy and a stranglehold like Maxine Waters and, and Nancy Pelosi and Mitch McConnell and, and down the line. I mean, Dianne Feinstein, for God's sakes, died in office. So at some point we have to realize that the vast majority is not as old as these people and is not as locked into the position as these people and are not enriching themselves as these people do. And maybe it's time for us to say, you get to serve a couple of terms, maybe three, and then get the hell out. I think it's probably time to do that. And again, the example I would use is Ted Cruz is really good. I want him to continue. And then I can, and then I compared it to private sector jobs like my own. I've got contracts with my syndicator and also with my flagship station and other contracts with collaborations that I do. And if I do a really good job, I think they should rehire me and re-sign me. And I look at serving in the House or the Senate as a job that we are giving them a two-year contract for or a six-year contract for. And if you do really well, we want to keep you around. But 
when you're in this sort of leadership governmentally, a public service job, not a private sector job, then it's a different animal because now you get drunk on the power. Nobody is able to tell me why Nancy Pelosi is so rich. Nobody's able to tell me why Dianne Feinstein died so rich. Nobody's able to tell me why Mitch McConnell is so rich now. It's a job that pays, what, 179000 a year, something like that. It's a lot of money. It's better than average. But you're not, get, you're not getting a treasure trove of real estate and millions of dollars in the bank from working that job. And if you are, there's something wrong here. You know, Barack Obama has several million dollar houses. I mean, they're, one house I think in Washington is eight million, six or seven million in Hawaii, another one in Chicago for several million dollars. How? He went into office as somebody who'd never really had a job before other than community organizing, whatever that is. And he got very, very rich. The only president we can really point to that lost money in office is Trump. He lost a lot of money deciding not to run his business and to be the president of the United States. And now, of course, he's being prosecuted and persecuted left and right because he dared not do what Mitch McConnell has done or Nancy Pelosi has done or Dianne Feinstein's done, which is play the game, enrich yourself, and then be the monarch for as long as you can. So with him stepping down from leadership at 82 years old, and he's going to do, why not do it today? Hey, Carrie, does it say why he didn't do it today? Does a person familiar no, with his thinking know why he after, didn't do it today? Just after the election, no. You know, I, I, if you're familiar with his thinking, tell me why he's thinking that he's got to wait until November. It's like Ronald McDaniel. Just get the hell out. You're done. Have to wait until after Super Tuesday or something. Just go. It's okay. Get. So when we watch this, it brings up the specific question, why was he reelected to leadership anyway by the Republicans? And is there really a Republican Party or a conservative movement knowing that they supported this war hawk for so long? And on the topic of term limits, what do you think? And again, term limits would have to be added by those who would be term limiting themselves, which is not likely to happen. Now, to add a constitutional amendment, I think you need two-thirds of the states, too. Might even be three-quarters of the states. I don't have it in front of me. But the states would have to rule on that as well. I think that they might agree with it, but Congress plays a role as well. So it's like saying, why do they keep giving themselves a raise? Because they can give themselves a raise. If I can give myself a raise, I probably would consider doing it. So we should take it out of the hands of Congress, make them serve a specific amount of time, and then get the hell out. I don't think that's asking much. I think that probably is what was intended by the founding fathers, but they didn't solidify it by putting it in the Constitution. We, of course, added, I believe, the 22nd Amendment later, saying that it is two terms for a president because FDR was basically a monarch who died in office. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Definitely want to hear from you on this. Interesting news today. Um, and I feel for the loss of his sister-in-law, for his wife who lost a sister. But this guy's been in office way too long, has gotten way too rich by being in office. That was never the intention. 888-941-7247, want to hear from you. We talk about Eden Pure, the thunderstorm air purifier, available right now at a great price, by the way, uses proven oxy technology, destroying viruses, odors, mold, and a lot more. Over 375,000 have been sold. You know that it works. And it works very well. Any smell is going to vanish after just a few seconds with that thunderstorm being plugged into the outlet. And again, no long cords. It's not going to take up space in your house. You just plug it right into the outlet and it's out of the way. It's going to take care of all sorts of rank odors that you might have floating around your house or the office or wherever. The powerful thunderstorm sends out O3 molecules. They seek out and destroy odors. These molecules even go behind and under furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm. And best of all, no filters to buy over and over again, saving you money. Start enjoying your home again. 
Get several thunderstorms, and it's a great deal right now, as I said. Save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the entire home. Get three units for under $200. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, your family room, your kitchen, or anywhere you need clean, fresh air. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use discount code PAGS3 to save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS3, P-A-G-S, the number three. We're back after this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by the Joe Pags Show. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Your thoughts about term limits, your thoughts about Mitch McConnell stepping down, your thoughts about about uh, the fact that these people become monarchs and they stay there forever, your thoughts about all of that, because it's, it's a very interesting day. Now, one can assume that Mitch McConnell, because he, um, he sees the rotting on the wall, that in fact Donald Trump is going to win and he's going to win again. Maybe, just maybe, maybe, just maybe. This guy is going to get out of the way because he knows that there's no way to stop the Trump train at this point. I would imagine. I would have to make that assumption because, you know, why, why else would he get out of the way? He's got two, two and a half more years, almost three years left in his term. So why get out of the way now when you can use, you know, all of that, all that strength that you have in that position to slow Trump down or to, to stop Trump from getting the nomination? I think that he sees something going on or... There really is a condition that he's that he's going through that um, that is worse than we know. We saw him freeze up a couple of times. That's for sure. We saw him freeze up a couple of times. So I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, what you have is a guy who's been there forever. And that's too long. I don't think it was ever supposed to be that way. Ever, never, ever, never. So, uh, again, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Definitely want to hear from you, without a doubt. Is it time to say, listen, after this many times, because, again, I don't want to make it about age. People keep talking about Biden's age, and Trump's not that different in age. It has nothing to do with age. They were saying that Ronald Reagan was too old at 69 years old. Stupid. That doesn't make any sense. Would I prefer a younger leader? And a, a different perspective, sure. Sure. I mean, a, a, again, what you have is is a situation where people are there for 40-plus years. 40-plus years. And and then they, like, die in office. Or retire right at the end, and you hear about they, they died a, good, a little while later. You should not be in there forever. That's actually very simple. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Kareem Jean-Pierre was asked about the um, the cognitive skills of Joe Biden. Well, is he going to take a cognitive test? I guess he did a physical today. Carrie, did we have the results of the physical? No, right? No. 
So the physical is going to include a cognitive test. Keep in mind, the entire time Trump was in office, there was this yelling and screaming and crying about about a cognitive test. I got to take a cognitive test. They're reacting to the 25th Amendment, Donald Trump, who did not do anything wrong cognitively. They're still trying to pretend like he's doing something wrong. He called his wife the wrong name, which he didn't do. But Biden is just gone. Gone. Every time he speaks, he's done. But if you ask about a cognitive test, you get very strange answers. I think uh, I think folks need to understand that the president passes, again, a cognitive test every day. If you look at what a clinical cognitive test is actually, what it actually does, it is a 15-minute appointment that is that is administered by someone that most of the time people don't actually know and and uh, and the president has a team of doctors that is with him 24 7 and he is able to do the work uh, every day uh, that is rigorous that is more rigorous than it would be for any 15-minute clinical uh, clinical appointment what so he doesn't have to do a cognitive test carrie because every day is a cognitive he, test in yeah, his job that's uh, yeah that's what i thought she said that's what I thought. That's what she wants me to believe. Yeah. Now, the Every doctor day a cognitive test. did come out and say the president is fit for duty. Is fit for duty. There are no new concerns with the president's health. Right. Just so everybody understands, fit for duty, he, he's got to mean physically um, because there's nothing cognitive in this. Go ahead. Right. That's, yeah, that's pretty much all the doctor had to say today. Yeah, this is I'd a physical exam. Yeah. They refuse to do a cognitive test. Is there anything in the story about a cognitive test? Um, no. It does not look to be... Of course not. No. Of course not. Why, but he why takes would there be? one be every crazy. day, Joe, pretty much. Listen, Carrie, when he's at work, he's taking and he's a test. he's doing the work. Yeah. Okay. He's totally put the, <laughs> totally <laughs> put the work in. I understand. So now there, I think there's an extended question and answer about this. And, and again, she just skirts the issue. Did the president take a mental fitness or a cognitive test during his physical this morning? So let me just say I did see Dr. O'Connor. Uh, he, he stopped by my office earlier today uh, after the president completed his physical uh, this morning, as you all know. Uh, he was happy with how everything went. And as soon as he uh, uh, finishes completing the memo, uh, it will be a robust, comprehensive memo. We will certainly share that with all of you, as we have done in the last two years. What is this system mm. about saying robust a lot? Robust and comprehensive. Robust, laser-focused, comprehensive. Getting a lot of that. It's like what they've been told, words, say yeah. these words. And again, she even says, Dr. O'Connor, Dr. whoever it was, stop by my office after the physical. Now, physical would suggest a physical test. <laughs> Just the word itself suggests physical. And uh, look, you saw the president return to work. He took some of your questions uh, not too long ago. and. He returned to work and took your questions not too long ago. That's true. Mm-hmm. He did on a Thursday night where he failed and flopped miserably. He lied about the doctor asking him about Bo Biden when, in fact, the reports say that it was Joe Biden that brought up Bo Biden. And then he got Mexico in the middle of the Middle East somehow in that. So if her point is he took questions from you all and you saw him come to work, then you know that he's fine. Saw he's going to continue to uh, to fight for the American people. And in this particular instance, he was talking about fighting fighting crime. So the- what? Oh, he did talk about that. No, he did have some comments about. Oh, no, no, no. Crime no I've got today. the I've, I've got the crime thing. I'm gonna oh, I've got uh-huh. that queued up. I'm gonna play that. Hey, okay. But she went from is the president going to take a cognitive test to the doctor said he took a physical test. We'll have a robust, comprehensive report for you. And you saw him talking about crime. 
Is that an answer to, is he going to take a cognitive test? No. I don't think so. And I mean, when you go to your annual physical with your doctor, is there any kind of cognitive test? No, he listens to your heart, your lungs. He wants to make sure you got any aches or pains or any physical concerns. Maybe a blood test. Yeah. There's no... um, So tell me how you're thinking. Answer questions about crime. Mentally. Hmm. Answer questions about crime. And that's a cognitive test, I guess, every day. Today, as I look at the calendar, was a day... And if it's a day, he did a cognitive test on the job. Right. It's going to continue that, that process. As it relates to, uh, you were asking me about a cognitive test. As it relates to that, look, um, you know, the president doesn't need a cognitive test. That is not my assessment. That is not my assessment. That is the assessment of the president's doctor. Uh, that is also the assessment of the neurologist, uh, who has also made that assessment as well. And, you know, and you have heard us say this, and I'll reiterate this, the president's doctor has said if you look at what this president, the president who is also the commander in chief, he passes a cognitive test every day. Every day. <laughs> a lot of assessment, but okay. Uh, your thoughts when we come back. Joe Pags, show on the way back. Joe Pags.